The following episode has been recorded in front of a live studio audience, which included two cats, five Barbie dolls, one miniature schnauzer, and eight tiny reindeer. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! That's a really bad sign. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and as it was said at the top of the show, we are pre-recorded tonight. We're not live, so I'm sorry if you were chomping at the bit to get to the chat room and chat with me. I'm like Memorex. I'm not live, I'm Memorex. And then I'm sitting here wondering how many of you out there listening might remember that reference. But anyway, welcome. It's nice to see you. It is April 22nd. I think it's April 22nd. I cannot be sure. Based upon the current weather scheme, I have no idea if the date is what the date is. I'm not sure if it's the, if the date is what the date is. I don't know. It is what it is. Or is it not what it is? It appears to be something else. I mean, it's freaking cold in the morning, folks. I mean, we're well beyond spring. And what's weird about this is this is now like an every week occurrence. We have to have some conversation here. I have to have some sort of conversation. You may be getting tired of hearing about the weather. It it makes me feel like I'm justifying the problem outside the window here. A little bit by talking about, you know, kind of like getting it off my chest. But I mean, seriously, I'm getting up in the mornings and it's in like the low 30s. We have been intermittently after having to run the fireplace. This is crazy. Has anyone called the police yet and filed a missing persons report? For Mother Nature. I'm just wondering. Somebody should get right on that. Because she's either missing or she's off her meds. I mean, we're about, I think on average in this area of where we're at in the world, about 8 to 10 degrees below normal. So it's it's not that it's that bad. The morning and the the late night, having to run the, the furnace or run the fireplace, those kinds of choices near the end of April seem a little archaic to me. The during the day, the 55 to 60, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with 
That being slightly below average, at least we're getting some sunshine. At least the ground is getting a chance to dry out. But this, this tw high 20s and low to mid 30s during the day stuff, that's got to go. We got to talk about that. We've got, we have to have a conversation. Somebody has to get on the FBI or, well, actually, never mind. The FBI doesn't actually do their job. But somebody should file a missing persons report. I wonder, as I'm thinking about this, I wonder if anyone has done that. Even as a prank. Wouldn't that be a pretty funny prank? If you're like the desk sergeant and you take a phone call and it's somebody doing, a, you know, I want to, I want to report a missing persons. So then you, you know, you get your computer screen all ready to take the details of this complaint. And then as they're talking and they're describing, and then when he gets to the point, and, and what is your grandmother's name? Oh, mother nature. You know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm curious if anyone has tried pranking the police with that. I'm not saying it's a good idea to prank the police. I'm not condoning that it's a good idea to prank the police. What I am saying, though, is if anyone has thought of it or hasn't thought of it or somebody doesn't now that I mentioned it, that, that's pretty damn funny. Mm. It's so cold that I'm drinking coffee. I shouldn't be drinking coffee at this time of the day or night. This time of the year. So anyway, and I know other parts of the country, I know you're suffering with the weather. You know, snow blizzards. Tornadoes. I mean, this is crazy stuff going on. I'm not going to claim global warming or anything, but I've said that before. But I do genuinely feel for everybody going through the different things with the weather happening. I mean, you know, the strange thing is, is uh, Monday, yeah, because it was the day after the show. Monday, here in the great state of Delaware, we experienced all four seasons in just under six hours. So this is, this is the kind of craziness that I'm talking about. And then other parts of the country experiencing different things. So, I just want to know when it's going to get warm enough for us to do things. I mean, isn't everybody chomping to get out there and do things? I mean, I had enough nice weather here to get one-third of my yard cleaned up. One-third. One-third, Mother Nature, you bitch. So... And, you know, I, that's what I like to do this time of year. I like to get it cleaned up from the winter, cleaned up from the, the late autumn and the winter and, and, and the Ides of March. That's what I like to do. Call me crazy. It's what I like to do. <sighs> so, anyway. Uh, today, there's two important events today on the days of the year calendar. All right? And it's it's. Um, it's amazing because both are important days to me, but only one of these celebrations should be important to everybody. First of all, it's, today is National Jelly Bean Day. That is very important to me. Now, I can't have jelly beans. Air quotes, I shouldn't have jelly beans. 
But it is National Jelly Bean Day. And I, I mean, I, what is your favorite flavor? The people who come up to me and we're having a conversation about jelly beans and they tell me that the gourmet ones are their favorites, you know, like the the uh, peanut butter macchiano peppermint flavored jelly beans, they're going to get punched in the throat, okay? There's nothing worse than eating a jelly bean that's supposed to mimic some gourmet flavors. You want gourmet flavors... Go to a gourmet restaurant or something, okay? Jelly beans, first of all, you have your original flavors. And those people in my age group and around that, you know what I'm talking about. The jelly beans, they were always in the, all over the grass, the Easter grass in the basket. The original flavors. And then you have... The spice drop jelly beans, they're good. If you like spice drops, the spice drop jelly beans taste just like them. They're good. There have been some companies that have come out with some flavors like Starburst makes a good jelly bean. Jolly Rancher makes a good jelly bean. But, you know, these these gourmet brands, you know, that want to take coffee jelly beans. Hey, if I want coffee... I'll drink a cup of coffee, which is what I'm doing now. I don't need to pop a jelly bean for coffee. Get rid of the gourmet jelly beans. And have you seen the amount of jelly beans and the different varieties that are even in the supermarket, like in the candy aisle? Especially even at Easter time, you go down the the aisle of Walmart and all the different varieties and flavors of jelly beans they have. And think to yourself, realize this, ladies and gentlemen. Realize this, the fact that that is not all the flavors. You know, it's sort of like Oreos. If you think of it, think of the most disgusting flavor you can and know that Oreo probably is selling it somewhere in the world. So let's just stick to basic single flavor. Okay, I'll put it that way because there are, there's a lot more than the original single flavor originals that are single brand flavor like Starburst or you know thing. Just stop with the gourmet because it's not really gourmet. It's garbage. Okay, it's garbage. How's that? All right. The other the other important day today uh, that we should all be thinking about. My pages are sticking together here. Is Today's Earth Day. Today is Earth Day. Today we celebrate and hopefully protect our natural environment. And we do so by taking part in Earth Day events. You can join with community groups, explore environmental and ecological issues on local and international scales. I have to tell you that in the coming weeks, we're going to circle back to this in such a way that I want to talk about the environment and what we're doing to it, and I want to talk about be uh, I want to talk about the being responsible human beings when it comes to the environment, and that doesn't that should not take place just on Earth Day. We can't all just get up in the morning on Earth Day and put on a Earth Day T-shirt and go pick trash up on the side of the road. This has to be something that's constantly being done. This has to be something that we do as a society. 
And this is one of the society things that I want to expand on. And I have reached out to some organizations that do great things. And what pisses me off is that they have not gotten back to me. And I'm okay with that. I'll move on. I'll move on. And when we have the discussion in depth, I'll make sure I point out who they are and that they didn't get back to us. Because if you're doing such great things for the environment, wouldn't you want more people to know? But I guess not. But I do want to touch on this. We do have to talk about this and what we're doing as a people, as a society, as humanity, what we're doing to this planet. And so I am going to circle back to that on a later program. So in... In this being Earth Day, it makes sense that April is Garden Month. It kind of goes hand in hand because, obviously, if you're gardening, gardening, you're doing good things for the Earth. Um, so, every April, which is theoretically spring, <laughs> is Garden Month. And also it's Straw Hat Month. So if you have a straw hat, you know, you want to wear it, blah, 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 blah. It's also Decorating Month, okay? Every April, you decorate. Decorate your house, decorate your lawn, decorate your garden. Just decorate. Express yourself. Decorate, man. And a bunch of other stuff, too. So that covers... Our day of the year, two very important days today, National Jelly Bean Day. And I'm being good. Because I'm not supposed to have them. And I don't have any on the desk. So. And going back a few weeks, when I had, for St. Patty's Day, I had those green snowballs. Hostess snowballs. I didn't eat them, actually. I threw them out. Hmm. Ah, excuse the sound effects. Um, okay, yeah, you know what? I forgot to tell you. If you're interested in listening to past episodes, learning more about the Joel Mahalik Show, or finding out more about our social media and getting connected to us, why don't you just visit joelmahalik.com and get it over with? Because that's where everything is at. And if this was a live show, you could log in or sign up for free with your Facebook account or Twitter right at Spreaker.com and listen to the live show and get into the chat room, which is open during live shows. So you can do that too. Otherwise, follow me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQIB Radio. And I'll be back right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations?
Hello. 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 Hey, it's me, Joe Mahalik. This is the Joe Mahalik Show at joelmahalik.com. That's a whole lot of Joe Mahalik, but that is the reality of it. Welcome back to the show. I'm glad you're here. And uh, just a reminder, if you're just tuning in, if you just turned the show on, you may have just missed this 90 seconds ago. Come visit me at joelmahalik.com. That's where everything's at. Plain and simple. I just put it like that. That's where everything's at. Save some time. There it is. All right. <laughs> Moving along on the big show here. So, if you've seen a picture of me on social media or anywhere, then you know I wear glasses. Okay, yeah, when I was a kid, four eyes and all that other stuff, I wear glasses. And I wanted to talk a little bit tonight about glasses. Because the pair of glasses I'm wearing right now cost me $700, almost $700, $623. And that's because I have you know, bifocals. I don't do progressives, which is where they make them invisible because that's extra money. I have anti-scratch, anti-glare. I have the transitions, which are really great for people with bad eyes when you're out in the sun. So that was these are like the minimum necessities that I feel help my eyes. And it the price is boom, 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 boom. And what I want to talk about tonight is how do you buy your glasses? Because let's think about this, right? The old-fashioned way is you go to an eye doctor, get an eye exam. Today, in the world of I want everything right now, there are more eye doctor centers that are also eyeglass centers. Unless maybe you're a specialist. So, you go to the eye doctor, you get your exam, then you pick out your frames, and then you discuss all the options for the lenses, and they do the measurements, and etc., etc., and then $600 out the door. Some people more. Some people pay more than what I paid for my glasses. It's true, folks. But that's the old-fashioned way of doing things. And then with the amount of money that my parents paid for glasses for me, because I've been wearing glasses since I was two years old. So the amount of money back then that they paid for my glasses, let me tell you something. When they broke, super glue, band-aids, masking tape. I had it all. I had it all. That was the repair kit. Stretch those glasses. And so I started learning to fix it myself. So then you have super glue on the lenses and it just looks, it looks terrible. And if any of my old classmates are listening, they, they've probably seen it. But eyeglasses has always been expensive. Now, several moons ago, there was uh, a news article that I sort of looked into for buying eyeglasses online. Now, if you're like me, when it comes to technology, and listen, I'm a technology manager. I'm extremely cautious with this stuff. 
Yeah, listen, when Windows 10 comes out with a Windows 10 creator update, I put the brakes on. Let's wait and see what happens. I'm the guy who has an iPhone that has not downloaded the latest patch yet. The iOS, uh, whatever it keeps begging me to download. 11 point something something. Because I want to make sure things are ironed out. And think about that. Because if Windows or iOS or Android, if they really needed you to have whatever was in that, if there were some serious patches in that, they don't ask you. They put the patches in. They ask you about this other stuff. So that's, I'm just taking a second to describe how cautious I am when it comes to these things. So I looked into it. There really wasn't a, there was a lot of information about this company called Zenny, but there wasn't a lot of reviews. There wasn't a lot of case studies. There was not a lot of discussion. You couldn't just talk to someone around the water cooler and water (laughs) and ask them. You couldn't, you just couldn't. So then what happens is, you go, you know what, I'm going to put that out of my mind. And not too long ago, I was thinking to myself, you know, self, because that's what I call myself, you haven't had glasses done in like seven years, which is bad for me. So, across my desk comes this news story. About buying glasses online. And apparently, the story is back. And we're doing something now. Because not only is there Zenny, but there's like six or seven other ones out there. And they're making an impact. Now I have an in-depth news story. Or opinion piece. I, it's still news. News opinion. About this guy who went through the whole rhythm. And this guy, like me, is wearing a six to $700 pair of glasses on his face. But he went through all the rhythm. Did everything except buy just to be able to see what the experience is like. So now we have this piece. We can go to these websites of these different companies that are doing it. We can read reviews. We can see results of what's going on. We got some great advice from the author here. And then at work, I'm talking to people who know people who have done it and are pleased. And here's the kicker. This guy in the article, he prices everything the way he got the glasses on his face, which cost him six or seven hundred. And the price comes out to a little over $100. Let me tell you something, folks. With the research I've been doing on this for about two weeks now, I have a feeling I'm going to seriously look into this. So here's how it works. You're still going to go to your eye doctor or whatever eye doctor of choice. Okay, and they say you're going to get your exam. You're going to get your prescription. Now, what you have to do is there's something you really have to remember here. Is you have to make sure that you get, 
and I'm breezing through. I should have highlighted this. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I should have. But you need to make sure that you get the pupillary distance, PD. That is usually left off the prescription because typically when you go to an eye care center, they're expecting you to get your eyewear there as well. So they don't put that on there. So you want to make sure you ask for the pupillary distance. Okay, that's important because you're going to need that as you go to one of these, the best known sellers, I buy direct, Glasses USA, Google's for you. I'm sorry, goggles for you. <laughs> Too much Google on the mind. Uh, Warby Parker and Zenny Optical. Zenny Optical was, I believe, one of the first, if not the first. So how do you choose from all them? Well, do your research, okay? As with any store, okay? When you go to any store to buy something, are you looking, you're looking at different things, right? Price selection. How easy is it to use this website? Return policy, customer service, big things to look for, okay? Big things to look for. So you get your prescription, okay? And then you take that to the, to the place you want to go, and you start picking. Now, part of the problem that people look at this and say, well, wait a minute. When, I, when I'm at the eye care center, I can, I, they got mirrors. I can try on the lenses. I, okay. Check this out, though. This is pretty neat. I haven't done it yet, but this is pretty neat. The author has, and he says it's pretty cool. Still a work in progress. But you can try on the various frames by uploading a photo of your face. So you take a selfie, you put it up there, okay? And then it gives you some idea what the frames will look like. So after you pick out your frames, then you're going to put in your prescription, you're going to choose from all the different lens options, thickness, coatings, you know, uh, adaptiveness, transitions, yada, yada, yada. And so because you're going to want some of these options for the lenses... Don't fall into the trap that some of these online places to get you to look is they offer you 695 glasses. That's probably a very basic crappy frame brand, crappy brand frame, and a prescription equivalent to reading glasses where you can go and get them for $3 at Walgreens. So, it's it seems to be... A pretty good idea. And I'm going to start researching for myself. I've researched to bring this story to you. But now, I want to research for myself. Now, the author went to Zenny Optical. Zenny Optical uh, is the one I'm always hearing about. Z-E-N-N-I. I'm going to post, after the show, I'm going to post the links to these places. And I am begging you. Anyone that may have had this done, I would love to hear about your experience. And I'd like you to send that to me if you don't mind. Either message me on the Facebook page at JM Talk. You can send me an email directly to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. I would really like to know if you or someone you know has done this and what was the net result. Did it work out okay? Uh, are you or that person happy? Because here's the thing, when when you're looking, you want to make sure you, they have great customer service, make sure they have a great return policy. Because if there's something seriously wrong with the prescription, you want to be able to return it and get that handled. 
But if they come in, they look good, but they need an adjustment. Listen, you can go to any eye center, and from the price of free to a couple of bucks, they'll adjust your glasses. I purchased mine in another state. But I just run down to my local Walmart while we're shopping, and I get them adjusted, cleaned, and new nose pads for like two bucks. And the two bucks really covers the nose pads. So, don't be one of those people that write a bad review because oh, the glasses came in and they weren't adjusted right. They're not, they don't have your actual face there. So, yes, there's probably a very good chance that you'll have to go to a local place and fork out a few bucks, maybe, to get them adjusted. So... I plan to look deeper into this because I need to get my prescription checked and probably changed. And I just am not in a position to do it for another six or seven hundred dollars. I'm just not. So there you have it. I am interested to hear from you guys out there. So please drop me a line and let me know if you know somebody who has done that. Because I would be interested in knowing. All right, then. We'll move on to the next thing. Moving on. Moving on. Okay. So, I am I'm full of information tonight, right? I am full of information. Sometimes it's embarrassing to say to you in one breath that I'm a technology manager. And then in the next breath, I I have to admit to you that, you know what I just found out? (laughs) Because let me tell you something, folks. It is difficult to keep up with technology. Because I'm a hands-on technology manager, I'm not just sitting there managing. And I mean, I'm in the field as well. So it's difficult to stay ahead of everything. So today, we have a little bit of a teaching lesson on something that I just found out, and I think it's cool, and I wanted to share it with you. You're probably going to be like, (laughs) yeah, jerk, I already know that, whatever. And to those people, I say, finish your Boone's Farm wine and just listen. So I just recently found out how to have your iPhone, 6, 7, 9, or 10, Take photos by using your voice. Now, okay. Yes, it has Siri. But my my limited use and experience and need for Siri has always been just press the button and then ask Siri what I want to ask her. Whether it's make a phone call, send a message, whatever. But now I'm finding out that I may be, may, I may, wow. I'm trying to speak. I may be able to do some of those things that I'm doing without having to press that button. And so this whole venture I went into was because I found out that you could take photos, tell Siri to take the photos for you. So that's pretty cool because I got to tell you, uh, for those that know, uh, my wife and I are the proud parents of the Internet's most famous Mauser which is a Maltese miniature schnauzer mix. Her name is Molly. She's got her own Facebook page, blog, website, etc. And uh, she's a fascinating fur baby. But 
she has camera worthy moments that are hard to get on camera when you have to unlock your phone pull up the camera app or don't unlock your phone and still try to pull up the camera app fast enough then snap a picture so there is it doesn't seem like a lot of time but that's enough time for Molly to ruin the whole event so I'm experimenting now by I set the Siri up to do the photos and I'll be experimenting hopefully over the next couple of days on how much time it gives me back if I can just do that and maybe get more of these moments that I wish I had the camera more ready for because sometimes it she changes what she's doing so quickly and I keep saying to myself you know I should just have a camera ready on standby. And even that's hard to do. What am I going to hold it all day long? So even if you had it ready, it's sitting there. But then you have to go grab it. So, But my phone is usually on my person all the time. Because I can do absolutely almost everything with this damn thing. Damn it, you damn phone. So anyway, how do we do this? Now, if you're out there thinking, wait, what? Yeah. So what y'all, what y'all, what you need to do is just go to settings on your phone, then go to Siri and search, and then you toggle on allow Siri when locked. Okay. Now, if you, if you do that and nothing else, then that's just going to mean that I have that one on. I had that one on all the time. That means when your phone is locked, you can hold your home button and then she'll come up. Now, additionally, if you don't want to have to press the button, then also turn on the feature that's called listen for, hey, Siri. And if you have that one on, then you don't even have to press the button. But let me just warn you of something. If you have listen for, hey, Siri checked know that it opens you up for people being able to take your phone and try that and if and if so then they could theoretically get into your information like contacts look at text messages calendar appointments and things like that so how do you get around that well if you're willing to try it because you can do one of two things you can turn that off and on as you feel like if you're home turn it on and you know you're going out Turn it off you, if you can get into that habit. But those kinds of habits are difficult. Am I right? So what you could do is you could look into training Siri to just recognize your voice. That's a whole nother lesson, but the information is out there. And that way, if someone did pick up your phone and give it a shot, it's not going to work. Because the AI in the iPhone is not too bad, and it will pick up and know your voice versus others. Unless a, a comedian who does impressions steals the phone. Jesus. So anyway. Once you have that all set up, you can say take a picture or take a photo. Uh, you can say take a square picture, take a par- panoramic picture, take a video Take a slow-mo video. Now, the only thing is, if you have one of the later phones that has portrait mode, as I understand it from reading up on what I was learning, 
it does not know how to uh, do the portrait mode, which is weird, right? It doesn't make sense unless the portrait mode, unless there's something so much more different. But if you say take a portrait mode, like we tried this on the wife's camera, if you say take a portrait picture, it will open the app, but then, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't do it. And then the other thing is, if you say take a selfie, it knows to open the app, it knows to open the front camera to look at you, but it won't push the button. So, come on, Apple, you know, don't tease us. If you're going to stick the steak in front of us, bring a little steak sauce, and let's get this done right. So, um, maybe they'll improve the, 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 the game on the selfies, but certainly you can, you know, you're on vacation, you know, this is a great way, you know, to uh, be able to take pictures. Now, here's the thing. Keep your phone charged. One of the reasons I'm holding back from this version 11 blah, blah, blah update is people are reporting that there have battery issues since downloading it. I have battery issues already. So even before downloading it, I have battery issues. So you want to be careful about that. Make sure it's charged. It's to the point with my battery, folks, where I have a charger at the office, a charger at home, and a charger in a car. That's how bad it is. So, whatever you got to do, right? That's the way technology is. Hey, listen, coming up after the break, uh, I want to talk to you about some Facebook alternatives. And have you ever thought about that? And if not, if you haven't thought about it before, does it almost make you think about it now in lieu of all the uh, malarkey going on over there at Facebook as far as privacy and things go? Things to ponder, and I want to ponder them with you. Plus, we have the Wombat of the Week coming up, which is bizarre. Bizarre beyond words, the Wombat of the Week this week. And remember that you can get in on the Wombat of the Week, too. All you got to do is send your news story pick of stupid people doing stupid things over to me, either on Facebook or send it to wombat at joelmahalik.com. That simple. And I need entries. I didn't get many entries this week, so we need some entries. Um, send me whatever you want to send me. Send me fan mail. Send me stupid people doing stupid things. Wombats of the week. Uh, jokes. I'll take jokes. Uh, we'll do that. I mean, I'll take anything through uh, email. And, you know, some of that may wind up on the air. You never know. But, yeah. So, when we come back. But, Anyway, joelmaholic.com, that's the website, folks. That's the website. That should be the only website in your favorites. Okay, you can have more. I'm not that jealous. But you should have joelmaholic.com there because that's where you get to everything Joel Mahalik. And during the live broadcast, you can come on over to Spreaker. Now, if you go to joelmaholic.com, the Spreaker player and past episodes right there front and center. Can't miss it. Uh, it saves me a lot of time because people are like, well, how do I listen to your show? And I'm like, well, if you go to Spreaker.com dot slash slash slash, I don't have to do that anymore. JoelMahalik.com. Boom. There you are. And then on Spreaker, if the show is live, then you can log in with Facebook or log in with Twitter. You can join the chat. And you can find me on Facebook at JM Talk, Twitter, WQIB Radio, or just find me at the website. Okay, I'll be right back, and we will do the final stretch 
of the program. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and I'm really glad that you're who you are and that you join us on the program tonight. I am happy to have you here. If you just checked in, then joelmahalik.com, that's where you go to listen to the shows and find me and stuff and the offerings from YouTube, some past shows, some past interviews from the old show, the Behind the Mic Show. My goodness, he said it. Uh, So there's some great stuff out there, too. Uh, but for right now, on National Jelly Bean Day, I'm glad you and I are sharing it together. Also being National Earth Day, I hope you did something good for the Earth today. And you know what? If you didn't, I'm I'm asking you. I'm asking you nicely. Please. Pretty please. With a cherry on top. Do something tomorrow. Pay it forward. Do something tomorrow to help the Earth. Pick up a piece of trash you see on the ground. If you don't recycle, recycle. A lot of things we can do with recycled products. Okay. This cup of coffee is lasting me the whole show, which is unusual. So it's like it's it's cold tonight, so I need it, but not so cold that I'm not down in it. So it's starting to get cold on me. But anyway. Let's talk about Facebook for a minute. Like, we've been talking about Facebook for like the last three weeks. Because of their accident. Their privacy stuff. I was actually with one of my clients this week. And I was reviewing her security and privacy settings on her account. Senior citizen. And as you know, senior citizens are the largest targets for these scammers. So, you should do a privacy checkup on your Facebook. We talked about this a week or two ago. You should do it. Just do it. Use some best practices and some common sense. Now, there are days, and the days are becoming more frequent, that I would like to shit-can Facebook. And sometimes I take a hiatus from the personal side of Facebook. But I have to stay connected because I need to connect with you fine people. 
And I do that through Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. I need to have that connection so we can have this relationship that we all got into here on Sunday nights. Okay, there's a relationship. I'm not going to break up the relationship. So sometimes I will take a personal hiatus. Luckily for me, the Facebook page manager is a separate app from the Facebook on mobile devices, where which is where I do most of my work for the show. And so I don't have to, when I feel like taking a hiatus, I don't have to go to the Facebook app. I can go straight to the manager, the page manager. And for the benefit of the show, if I want to share something to my to my personal page, I can do all that from within the app that handles the pages. My Facebook personal page is locked down tighter than a drum. I am comfortable with the way I have mine set, and that's that's the way you should you should that's the way you should feel. When you go to do your Facebook security checkup and each thing you do differently, you can view your page as. View page as means view it as someone other than yourself. View it as if it's out on the web. Because, you know, obviously you can't view as a friend. They can see things. So everything I do... As I went through this, I would click that, click that, click that, click that, and see what it looked like after each stage until I was comfortable with it. And that's how you should be. After your checkup, you should be able to look at the view as function and go, yes, I am comfortable with this. I am at peace with my Facebook page. That's how you should feel. And lately, people have been saying that they want to get out of Facebook. Which is interesting because technology and social media just like rules this world. And, you know, here's the thing. They got us by the marbles right now because they know we just can't turn our back. If we could, then I would say screw it. I'll find other ways to get to my audience. And I would leave Facebook. That's how powerful it is. That even I stay and use the page manager. That's how powerful it is. And there are there are alternatives. If you use this social media thing to keep in touch with family then there are some alternatives. It doesn't have to be Facebook. So, first of all, you have Facebook Messenger. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a time a few months ago something had come up, and I had a disconnect from over fifty of my friends on Facebook. But I can still message them. So, even though Messenger is called Facebook Messenger, it's really a totally different animal than Facebook. And it's actually one of the more preferred means of communicating. You know, you can, you don't have to go on Facebook. You can use uh, the Messenger, communicate with friends, family, 
And if you quit Facebook, you're not really quitting Messenger. You can stay with Messenger. And through Messenger, you can text. You can make Facebook phone calls. I've done that. In some of my gaming circles, we've used Facebook for Facebook phone calls. If you use Skype, it's uh, it's almost like the same quality. So it's a good way to do video calling, group calling, group text messaging, single text messaging. You can do all these things with Facebook Messenger. And you don't, A, have to go to your Facebook for any reason. Or you can close your Facebook Close your Facebook, you know, um, and stay with Messenger. Even if you deactivate your Facebook account. So you can still text, call, play games with your contacts. Twitter, Twitter's another one. People go, wait a minute, wait, whoa, whoa. Twitter's like a news type feed, like a social media news thing. It is. Because you can do the 140, oh, excuse me, I think it's 280 words now, or 280 characters. Um, you can do that. Mostly when you read through it, it is usually like people talking about things that are happening in their lives or their circles or a news story, and then it's got links and whatnot. So yeah, that is what you typically see. But amazingly, years ago, my daughter, my youngest daughter, was telling me that she communicates with friends through Twitter. Like through DMs. Like tagging them. And I didn't even know that was a thing. I was like, oh, I thought Twitter was just to... I have it connected to my Facebook, so my messages from my show automatically get out to Twitter to the other audience. But people use it as a communication device. So you can use it for your updates and your pictures and polls or whatever you want. But, you know, you can use it to communicate. Whether you use DMs, which is kind of like Messenger, or you just tag people back and forth with the ad thing. At WQIB Radio. Hey, what's going on? And then I can come on there and reply back to you. Hey, at dumbass. No, I'm kidding. At whoever, you know, and, and you can respond. And then it just shows up in the same timeline with everything else. Now, of course, you also get notifications, so you can separate that traffic. And you're going to want to separate that traffic. But who knew? Like I said, I found out when I saw my youngest daughter. I'm like, I looked at her Twitter profile, and I'm like, why do you have 9 million tweets? Who are you tweeting? And that's when she told me what she does with it. Um, There's another one. Out there, it's called Path, P-A-T-H. Now, it is similar in some ways to Facebook and Instagram. and But it could be, it's being built as a nice new home for Facebook expatriates. Which I think is a great way to put it, right? <laughs> so, it's an app-based platform. Uh, it does not work in desktop browsers, so it's completely on the mobile platform. And um, I invite you to share not only updates, photos, and the like, but also thoughts, shopping, finds, and the latest media you're consuming. If you're reading a book, watching a movie, listening to music, TV. And you can even let your circle know when you're going to bed and waking up. Not that we need to know that. And that's one of the things that drives me crazy about social media. I 
don't care what time you're getting up and going to bed. <laughs> I really don't. I was going to say, I don't care what you're having for dinner, but you know, once in a while, Joel Mahalik makes a hell of a dinner and I got to take a picture and share it. You, I mean, there are people out there that will give you their menu every day. There are people out there that will film themselves, Facebook Live, shaving in the morning. I, I'll tell you when I make some great, powerful, interesting meal. I'll share that with you. But it's not going to be every day. Uh, there's one called Rafter, R-A-F-T-R. What is this new fad with leaving vowels out? Same with Tumblr. Okay. So now, Rafter, if you remember back when Facebook was just for college people, well, Rafter has kind of taken over that mantle. But it's less about friendships than it is shared interests. So, for example, if you want to talk about life hacks uh, or Legion Season 2, then you would choose a community or start your own. And so you will be talking about shared interest. Conversation starters. I will say that's interesting, although I still think we need to get outside and and take the conversation outside and get back to social media. So I don't, you know, there's there's others out there. Um, I'm going to post a link to this story from CNET for you because if you're interested in knowing what else is out there, uh, we can, but I do have to get to the Wombat of the Week before the show is over. And I, uh, my alter ego, me, other me, uh, just flagged myself for the time. So <laughs> I better get down to business. Thank God it's not a long one. But so Wombat of the Week, what is it? Stupid people doing stupid things. And you can send them to me at wombat at com. Send them to me. I need stories. And then I vote on one each week out of what I've been given, and I present it to you on the show. What I want to do is you go and tell your friends and family and enemies about the program. We get more people here live. I want to make the vote in live. I'm going to give you like three or two, three, depending, and have you vote on it right on the fly. And we find out what you guys think. But anyway, this week, I had to pick the Wombat, which is fine. It is a fun job going through all these moronic stories. And this one is titled, Homeowner Finds Naked Intruder in Her in her Bathtub Eating Cheetos. A Louisiana woman facing burglary charges after she allegedly broke into a home and had a snack in the bathtub. Officers discovered Evelyn Washington, age 29, in the Monroe, Louisiana home. The victim in the case said she arrived at home about 5 p.m. This is this past Tuesday, and saw an unknown woman, later identified as Washington, naked in the bathtub and eating the woman's Cheetos. Washington told the victim that an unknown man told her to break in. See? Blame somebody else. Was the 19th blame someone else day? It was the 18th. (laughs) Um, Officers located the window that she broke into on the east side of the home with a tall ice chest under it to lift her up in there. 
A uh, bathtub was still full of water and a plate of food, including half-eaten Cheetos sitting on the toilet seat next to the tub. That sounds so delicious that I want to puke right now. Let's sit your food down on the toilet. I don't know what disturbs me more. Now, this lady broke into someone's house, which is bad enough in this society. I mean, I'm a, I'm the kind of person that's going to tell, I'll say it all the time. Keep your paws off other people's stuff. So am I more disturbed that she broke in? Or am I really disturbed that somebody would choose to put their food down on a nasty toilet while they're sitting in a bathtub eating? Anyway, uh, Washington was booked (laughs) on charges of simple burglary and simple criminal damages to property. And so that is what makes her. That was uncalled for. That's what makes her the wombat of the week. We'll call her the Cheeto Lady. Cheetos, the Cheeto Lady. That's what we'll call her. So, as I said, wombat of the week, wombat at joelmahalik.com. That's the email. I want you to send me your stories of stupid people doing stupid things. I need them. I need them so I can bring them to the masses. I'm like a Pied Piper, man. I want to bring this stuff to you. I wanted to tell you a joke, and I ran out of time. I just don't have time for this joke. I will definitely get this joke next week on the air. Uh, and if and we'll see if you like it. I think it's pretty funny. A little risque, but that's okay. Risque is okay on this show, so that's fine. Uh, remember, you can visit me at joelmahalik.com. That's where you get everything you need about me and social media, how you get to the Spreaker page. And you don't need to get to the Spreaker page. You can hang out on joelmaholic.com and stream right there. But then you can take a look at the other links. You can uh, get the YouTube goodies, which more are coming down the pike. I'm going to leave that right there. And more and more. Also, any news briefs, we're putting them on a website as well. As the Facebook, which by the way, you can find me at Facebook at JM Talk or find me at Twitter at WQYB Radio. Try out that messaging thing and send me some messages. I think that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. Anyway, I am so glad you joined me tonight. Remember, you can always come back to the website and you can click on past episodes. You can download them, put them on a put them on an old reel-to-reel tape and listen to them. See how I sound on that. Betcha it's pretty cool. Otherwise, folks, I'm going to see you next Sunday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Thanks for listening. Good night, all. (laughs) 